because I was too tired of traveling like back to back to back so oh, I was like okay finally it's break. almost like getting tired of travel I have to take pictures I want to know how did you convince your family for solo travel <laughs> I'm I'm the biggest like for two and flying drones some travel experience juicy yeah like what kind of terms and conditions to have and like I just would have, always be afraid to negotiate you have terms and conditions also I didn't know Hello people of internet welcome to another episode of Badmash Baatein I'm your host Sukriti Grover and today we have Kritika Goel with us and uh, she is a really fun really cool uh, travel vlogger she makes really fun uh, lifestyle videos and uh, I really really admire her for what she creates and her her style is very different I mean I I just I just love to watch them bahut matlab aise therapeutic se lagte hai kabhi kabhi her videos so today uh, uh, we have her on podcast we talked about lot of different things and uh, starting from her youtube journey her corporate life how she got into travel vlogging we also talked about brands and travel agencies also we uh, she also shared some of her travel experiences which didn't really make it to the vlogs and you guys are lucky enough to listen to them so yeah there is a lot more so stay tuned till the end and if you're listening to this on spotify make sure you follow if you're listening this on apple podcast make sure you subscribe youtube uh, viewers make sure you subscribe and hit the like button already and let's get started with the podcast now yes guys we have today <laughs> kritika with us and i am i i was honestly like wanting to get her for, for from a really long time and matlab pehle to tha meko ki mujhe koi video karna i had no idea what video but i wanted to do a video with you and uh, <laughs> then because back then when i uh, reached out to you that time i hadn't started mm-hmm. my podcast and uh, i was like oh okay yeah mm-hmm. so i was like we kya shoot karu like chalo okay let's just see if something works out we matlab main bahut jaldi kuch soch leti thi us time to ek bar ha ho jaye to hum soch lenge it's just just that way so <laughs> that's a good way to go about it but yeah i remember you dming me like yeah. uh, i remember your profile photo from then so i remember your account yeah in in jan i texted her and then then she wasn't mumbai she wasn't in mumbai she was somewhere else i think either you were in velour or must have been US, traveling either of them. i was in kolkata ha, in jan okay so ha, so yes. then um, <laughs> then i thought ki chalo karte hain baad mein some day we'll do it and now it is happening guys kritika goel is on my podcast and i i have yes, lot of finally. questions to her matlab bahut sare okay i'm, I'm excited <laughs> i'm also a little nervous <laughs> uh yeah so i wanted to know first sabse cliche question jo hota hai how you would you happen to mm-hmm. you okay yeah so i let me give a bit of background about myself yeah. So, in case people don't know, I grew up in this place called Velour. मैं काफ़ी पीछे से start कर रही हूँ So, I was born and brought up in Velour in Tamil Nadu, and uh, I did my schooling here. उसके बाद I did my college in Delhi. I studied economics from Lady Shri Ram College. Then I had a job in finance. Realized I hated finance as a field. Like I enjoyed the subject, but the job was just so monotonous for me. So I quit that, and I was like, okay, I want to try something creative. But even then, I was always like a topper, by the way, in school and everything. So I was like a big time nerd. So I just felt like I had to do like something responsible, even if it's in a creative field. So I thought, okay, let me try advertising because that just seemed like a good mix of business and creative. So then I worked in a couple of ad agencies. I also did a post grad in advertising from Xavier's. in bombay 
and then I had a job in marketing. My last job, I used to work at this company, Camlin. If you know the stationery brand, I used to yeah, work yeah. in marketing there. So I basically had four jobs. I worked for almost four years, and during my third job, I just for fun started a blog because I think with each job, now I kept thinking that the problem was with the job, but eventually I realized that the problem was with the concept of jobs for me. That I just didn't like jobs and working for someone else. But in my third job, I was just like, okay, I have a lot of free time uh, because that job, I mean, just on weekends and stuff, I had time. So I was like, I need a creative hobby. So I started a website blog and my Instagram account just for fun because this time blogs were popular and I didn't have a niche or anything. Jobi Mankarta tha I used to post about and I didn't even want people to find it. I was just like, I'm just writing for myself. So it's okay if no one finds it. I was a bit embarrassed of it also. I actually I think. remember then starting, Saturday, when I started watching you, it was this one subscription box. YouTube But uh, I just, again, I was just bored of my job. So I was like, chalo, karke dekhte hai. So one weekend I was like, let me just vlog on my phone and see what happens. I was not planning on posting that vlog. I was like, this is going to be my practice vlog. But then I edited it and I was like, chalo, dal dete, dekhte hai, kya hoga. I posted it and that's still on my channel. It's a really bad vlog. But that was my first vlog. And I really enjoyed the whole process of like learning to film and edit and just like being on camera. And it's a lot more engaging uh, form of like communication rather than a blog. where it's very like one sided here you i mean in the sense that even this is one sided but you get comments and it's way more engaging instant so i really enjoyed it up. and yeah instant feedback and also i think i'm more of a visual person so i really enjoyed videos to blog to maine uske baad thoda sa kam kar diya i still have my blog but i don't post there but i really enjoy videos and photos and stuff like that so that's how i started and then this was still when i had my job by the way this was when i was a marketing manager at camlin and 7 months after that i decided to quit my job and do this full time and at that point looking back i don't know what i was thinking because i only had like 800 subscribers or something yeah. but because uh, i'd worked for 4 years i had some money saved and actually that was the year i was planning to apply to b schools that was my plan that i'll go to b school and do like an mba yeah. and i'd also taken the gmat everything but then when the time to apply came i was like okay i'm not really passionate about this and this was just kind of like my way of delaying working by 2 years and that's a very expensive way of procrastinating i feel so i was like okay let me give this whole youtube thing a shot for a year and see what happens anyway i have work experience i've got, got like decent education so nothing to lose yeah right and how so, yeah, that's my very long story niche? how did you figure out a niche so honestly this is something a lot of people ask me so i never started my channel thinking that i will make travel videos or like now a lot of people know me as a travel vlogger and majority of my content yeah. at least before 2020 used to be travel so uh but what happened was i personally as a like i've always enjoyed traveling my parents have been super into traveling so every year we would travel like as far as her like like thrice a year at least so traveling is like something i've always done since i was a kid yeah but during my jobs those four years i couldn't really travel much like the only travels i did were between jobs when i would switch tab thoda break leke i would travel but because 
job mein matlab you get limited leaves and my leaves would go and like you know visiting family and stuff like that because i was living away from family so i literally like didn't get the time to travel at all so once i quit my job i was you were not when you were uh, doing job i was in mumbai so my jobs were one job was in bangalore the other three were in mumbai oh, okay So I lived in Delhi, and Mumbai, Bangalore, all and over. And how were how were your parents' uh, reaction when you just told them that I don't know I'm going to give a shot to YouTube and after doing jobs. So the oh, funny wow. thing, no, <laughs> the funny thing is like so my dad I think he's never openly said it but I know he's always wanted me to like. be in finance and do mba and stuff because i was always like a very smart kid and that's something that he's interested in yeah. and your parents i think subconsciously project their interests on to you yeah. he's never openly said it but i was just like okay if i tell my dad i don't want to do mba because i mean i personally it's not like he said i have to do it i was the one who was like okay this is my plan i'm going to work and then go to b school but then when i decided i didn't want to do it oh, i was like okay how am i going to tell him this is going to be an uncomfortable conversation but i remember i visit like i had that conversation when i was visiting uh, back home in velour and i told my dad i started having a discussion and before i could even say that so at that point i myself wasn't convinced about youtube i was just like okay no b school that much i know and i know that i'm not like cut out for jobs like i don't like working for the people yeah so i told my dad and he was the one who suggested that why don't you do youtube full time because at that point i had started making some money off of it like obviously not much not Not through YouTube actually, more through Instagram because at that point I think I had around ten thousand followers and somehow back then like I would get some brand deals like looking back I don't know how but like I got some decent brand deals back then also so I was like okay hmm, I was not expecting my dad to react that way at all but yeah it worked out so it, the idea actually came from him because even though deep down I wanted it like I didn't admit it to myself I was just like okay not B school now what do I do. So that's the space I was in. <laughs> okay, that that's a very sweet uh, thing, and uh, like it was, it was all in your favor already. The conversation. So yeah, true. That's something that I really had going on for me because I know for a lot of people, like it's a huge thing to convince your parents. And yeah, to answer your question, how like the niche happened. Once I quit my job, I was like, just because I missed traveling, I ended up traveling a lot. and because i was traveling i was posting travel content a lot like i never planned that okay my channel is going to be about travel but because i was traveling so much it just accidentally happened and before i knew it i was like a travel vlogger although in my head like i don't think of myself as a travel vlogger like i mean i know that i am now but like that's not something i intentionally decided so to do so how do you uh, how do you introduce yourself then like if you if you uh, you were given to uh give an introduction to anybody like how how would you introduce yourself as I would say I'm like a full-time content creator. I create videos about my life and my travels and share my adventures with people. So it's not just like sharing my travels. I also do like other kinds of vlogs. But of course, like when you're traveling, like it takes up so much of your time that it's hard to create other content. So before the pandemic, I would say my content was like 70% travel, 30% lifestyle. But now it's become like the opposite. It's like more lifestyle and tra- like less travel because obviously travel isn't happening. I was actually gonna ask you like 
uh, how was uh, how did pandemic change your content like or how were did you had uh, did you have any uh, upcoming trips jo cancel ho gaye because of covid which you had planned ki i was in the middle of a trip which ha oh yes i was in the middle of a trip which like i had to cut short and come back yeah. so i had gone to the us for work which was a really cool work trip by the way so i had gone to uh, i had gone to work with boeing and vistara so i got to like go visit the factory and stuff and i extended my trip to go to new york to meet my friend and then boston to meet my brother who studies there but then in the midst of all that is when like flights kept getting cancelled and my dad was just like come back to india yeah. both of you uh, so yeah like i cut my trip short by a few days and came back but i mean thankfully uh most of my trips like get booked very last minute because my plan is so like yeah. random so i never i already had like a bunch of plans but i didn't book anything thankfully so i didn't have any losses in that sense but of course i had like a lot of ideas of places to visit this year which didn't end up happening and when the uh, when the lockdown was announced and the flights were like uh, uh, put on a hold how did uh, mm. that uh, like what was your first reaction to it like okay what will i do now like कॉन्टेंट कैसे बनेगा कॉन्टेंट वो क्या बना सकते हैं लाइक बिकॉज यू सेट दैट मोस्ट ऑफ इट वर ट्रैवल रिलेटेड बट नाउ कन्वर्टिंग दैट टू लाइक मोस्ट ऑफ इट लाइफ स्टाइल रिलेटेड वो अब थॉट कैसे so that thought actually came to me a little later because in the moment i already because i was traveling in the us for 3 weeks i had a lot of content so i was like do teen mahine ka to hai mere paas content so i don't have to worry <laughs> uh so that way i was yeah. sorted but immediately like when the lockdown like there were rumors of the lockdown and i was in the us so i was just worried yeah. like how am i going to come back to india like what's going to happen and at that point like you know we didn't know how long this is going to go on for that it's going to like happen for the rest of the year yeah. like it just seemed like okay a couple of months so at that point i felt like okay for a couple of months i have content i'm good and in fact my return flight the first return flight got cancelled booked another one that got cancelled then finally the third one is what like i managed to come back to india on yeah. so yeah i think that is something i was more worried about and in a way if i'm being honest i was actually a bit relieved because i was too tired of traveling like back to back to back so oh, i was like okay finally it's this like thing getting tired of travel i have to fix this yeah like i feel like you know it's such a like if if you haven't done travel vlogging like you won't understand what i mean yeah. because it just sounds like oh my god like how full of yourself are you that you're saying that oh you're tired of traveling no because, because i really I used to want think to that have too, this but thing. like Yeah. Yeah, I mean the thing is of course it's fun but it's a lot of work. It's not like it's it's not the same as oh I'm going on vacation because yeah. you're constantly thinking about oh if shooting this shooting that content content content. So what I to try to do with my trips now is like I have like vacation days where I'm just like okay no content today at all I'm just going to oh. chill. But that doesn't always end up happening. So I'd been traveling non-stop I think for like 6 months. Yeah. So that way like I think the lockdown period was like a bit of a relief for me. <laughs> no so I wanted to know this like when you de- okay if uh, for example you happen to have a day which is a non filming day when you are just relaxing aisa nahi hota like sometimes you're like oh this is such a cool uh, scene i see i i should record this ek ye to le hi leti hu rest day koi baat nahi let's just take this <laughs> 
Yeah, that does happen. But, and I do end up recording also. But what I do is usually yeah. like, I mean, when you're doing a vlog, then you have to think about the storyline and yeah. stuff. When these kind of things happen, I just shoot those clips and I'm like, okay, whenever I make the next vlog, I'll say that, oh, the other day I went here and then yeah. insert yeah. that clip, you know. So yeah, that happens. Like always feeling FOMO that, oh my God, this is such a good yeah. like clip I should film. Uh, I wanted to ask you about your process actually when you talked about like how you go about your filming I wanted to know mm-hmm. about the process like do you have a storyline or something in your mind when you go to a trip or you have already kind of researched okay hum, this is the itinerary we have got so mm-hmm. uh, you kind of look at the places and have a little storyline or something in mind what you're going to film and how you're going to go about it or music which on which you'll be editing it mm-hmm. something like that or you film it or and post mein dekh lenge kya hone wala hai something like that how do you go so it's a mix of both it's never like uh it's never like oh i have no idea what it's going to happen like i'm just going to film and see i do have some idea but the extent of planning really yeah. depends on what kind of trip it is like uh for whatever like for good or for bad like most of my trips in the last one year have been like trip work trips with brands and tourism boards and stuff so in those trips like it's not like you have the time and freedom to create what you want like they do give you time to like you know they take you to different spots but you have to like they, you don't have like as much time as you want so you're limited by that and plus like they give you an itinerary but you're not exactly sure like if you're going to stick to that or how long you have there or what's going to happen so in that sense like based on the itinerary i have an idea that okay this looks like three videos worth of content so in video 1 i'll cover these places video 2 i'll cover these places and stuff like that but a part of it like it really depends if like things don't go according to plan is just film whatever and then come back and see like how you can make a story out of it but if it's a trip that i'm planning on my own then i do have like more time and more like i mean you can also take the time to film like things the way you want to and it just gives you like more flexibility just because you have more time so it's really a mix but of course i'm not clueless going into the shoot like i do have some idea of like what i want to film and have you ever like selected a music beforehand going on a trip music i honestly have never selected beforehand like i've always thought that i should and that's a good idea but i think the way i work like for me it's just easier once i come back i skim through all the clips and then get a vibe and then look for music accordingly right so what do you how do you uh, prefer like how, what kind of trips do you prefer uh, on planning out on your own and going on your own expense or if it's uh, like benefiting you in a way in a brand is sponsoring your tourism board is sponsoring the trip and you are also getting paid for it but again these uh, there are these limitations you have i think considering this is my career a good mix of both is like the best option because <laughs> yeah. sometimes you just want trips where you can just do whatever you want to and then i like i'm not going to lie like these branded trips are so fancy and so amazing yeah. that on my own i probably couldn't afford those kind of trips you know okay. at least not so many trips right. in a year so like i would not want to like not do those trips like those are amazing trips and like they just have like the best experiences for you the best food and they show you like the places which like you probably wouldn't have access to also 
so that way those trips are just like really nice and you also get to like meet other creators because usually there are like a few other creators on the trip and everyone's filming so the vibe is completely different because if you're going on your own solo is like one thing or if you're going with like i've traveled with my brother and friends and of course like in the back of my mind i also have this thing that okay you know what they're on this trip to enjoy like i can't ruin it for them by being like yeah. oh take my shots take my shots so yeah yeah so <laughs> that way like brand trips are nice because you know you help each other film and you make friends yeah. and like these are people who do like what you're doing so and it's like they a nice know exactly what like kind of shot people. you're looking for <laughs> <laughs> yeah cuz and i've also made like a lot of really good friends like on these trips with like yeah. other creators so definitely like yeah i think it's a i mean a good mix of both is what i would prefer but uh, yeah i mean they're both nice i can't pick <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah i okay to so talk to me about your uh, first travel experience like uh, which you did for youtube specifically for youtube hmm. or like you uh, you went on a trip for yourself but you ended up blogging and it went on youtube so i think the first travel video that i posted on my channel was actually a trip to pondicherry this was while i was still in my job i'd given my notice like i'd put in my papers so i had like i think i had a two months notice so i was just like okay i'm going on a vacation <laughs> so i went to pondicherry with my family and yeah. that trip i just randomly vlogged it's not a very good vlog but it has a lot of views i don't know why <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that was my first like travel video before that i didn't even think of making travel videos or anything i mean i didn't put too much thought i was just like i'm enjoying sharing my thoughts and like you know my life on youtube but i didn't know that travel would be like such a big part of my channel but i think after i quit my job like one of the first trips that i did on my own was actually with a friend of mine uh, we went to thailand we did like a budget trip and like planned everything ourselves and it was really fun so uh before doing this pondicherry trip did you see any other uh, uh travel vlogs which like kind of inspired you to like should let me also vlog this and see no no so i mean like based on what i know now like present day krithika would do that maybe <laughs> but like back then i was honestly just creating because i enjoyed it so i didn't even bother to be like oh maybe pondicherry videos up highly no, searched no, so maybe uh, i should do that i was just like, nee, nee, like i didn't what, even bother researching what i mean like before that had you seen any travel vlog in general and like some someone oh, going like on that. a delhi trip on a jaipur trip and then you're just like oh i should also vlog i'm going to pondicherry and so i did for a lot of vloggers i think back then is when like everyone was obsessed with kc nice yeah. so i was like everyone else obsessed with his videos so he did like videos of his travels and stuff so i think when i started actually i liked the whole vlogging concept so that's what i wanted to do yeah but uh, yeah like i mean i didn't really follow any travel vloggers as such so that came later i was like okay travel vlogging is a thing and like there are people who do this <laughs> like that came much later i was just like okay i'm just going to vlog whatever i feel like <laughs> okay okay so uh yeah okay so yeah again coming to a question uh, this is a very personal question i mean question which is for me <laughs> to know okay <laughs> so ha huh, i want to know how did you convince your family for solo travel <laughs> for solo oh this is actually very interesting cuz you know before i decided to do youtube and make like travel a big part of my channel yeah. 
like i have asked my parents for like permission to travel to places and they've just straight up said no <laughs> so that was also a time when i was younger so like, i what like, was your age i don't know at because that point of, when you asked i think like i remember once when i was like around 20 i asked my i mean yeah. locally with friends and stuff and college trips like my parents have been very chill yeah. not like that but like i think once i asked them if i can go to singapore with a friend of mine and they were like no <laughs> and so i never bothered to ask i just didn't think that that's something i can do and plus with my jobs i didn't have the time to travel also so when i quit my job and the first trip i was going to do was to thailand so obviously like i was i mean because of my past experiences i was like okay i don't know how to ask my parents and uh, i was like how am i going to like break this down to them and will they be okay with it but surprisingly i don't know my parents either because i was like much older at that point or what they were just very chill about it and like i think they understood that this is also like a big part of my work right and yeah i think like also when you're older your parents just trust you more i think you're a lot more sensible so i just hope my parents are watching so surprisingly this. my parents may your time stamp be so and the thing is you know like see when i was 20 like right yeah. now i'm 27 so that was 7 yeah. years ago there wasn't like as much connectivity you didn't have unlimited data plans and stuff like that so yeah. there was no uber also i think then was there so it's not like it wasn't so easy you know like if i just i understand like where they were coming from also but now you're like so well connected and there's so much information and it's like if you're safe and careful like taking precautions from your end then i think it's like totally doable like i don't i look at 20 year olds now they just seem like a lot smarter than 20 year old like me when i was 20 year old in the sense of like street yeah. street smartness so yeah. i think that's because of like how much access to information there is right now makes sense and how about let's like, so what was uh, your age when you actually started traveling by yourself solo traveling mm, i think 25 and for uh, 25, yeah. like as we live in india did any uh, of your relatives just came to your parents and said ki why why are you uh, allowing her aise akele nahi bhejte something like that anything of that happened i'm sure they must have like my parents have never told me Achha, okay. but i know even my grandmother like she lives here she's very modern otherwise and yeah. she's yeah uh, quite chill i don't know she has like very different opinion sometimes she's like yeah it's very good like you're traveling and stuff and sometimes she's yeah. like is it safe is it like you know you're going alone i think it also depends on where you're traveling to but uh, i think more than the travel part like i know some people like in my extended family because i was always like topper and stuff so i've actually topped my district in school and like oh. all of that so <laughs> i was always like the nerd so people were just like okay what are you doing like you like quit all of this to like be a youtuber what the hell so i've i know some people thought that way but like no one really told me to my face or to my parents if they told me they didn't let me know so all good <laughs> ओकेट and i think like phones that's something a lot of people starting like they ask me oh, what gear should i invest in and stuff i feel like you should just start with what you have cuz 
we all have like an idea of what YouTube will be, but maybe you start and then you don't like it, or maybe it's not something like you feel like you can do for a long time. So why waste money, right? Unless you're sure. Yeah. So the first like few months, I just did on first. I think few months, I was just using my phone. Only when I decided to quit my job and take it seriously, that's when I bought like a GoPro and a Canon G7X, and that's what I used to create most of my vlogs. Right now, I use a Sony ZV1. I have a Sony A6500 for like the more cinematic shots. I have a couple of lenses with that. I have a GoPro. It's a it's a really old GoPro, but I only use it for like water shots. But I need to upgrade my GoPro. Yeah. And I have a drone. <laughs> it's a mini drone. Uh, works for me. It's not like the most professional drone. It's a DJI Spark. Yeah. But quite decent and like very compact size. What else do I have? Yeah, but I think that's. Have that's you ever? Uh, and of course, like a, lots of tripods uh, and. Have mics. you ever flown a drone at a place where it wasn't really allowed? But you're like, let's just take one shot and bring it no, back. No, I'm like. <laughs> I'm I'm the biggest like fatu in flying <laughs> drones and the rules and stuff. Yeah. So I'm always like checking for rules. I may have accidentally flown it in places where okay. it's not allowed. That may have happened, but like I usually check the rules and I'm like, okay, if it's not allowed, like I'm not flying it. In fact, I've even like traveled with people. Like some of my friends who fly drones are like, kuch nahi hota, kuch nahi. they fly, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm not flying. <laughs> like I'm just very like, I don't know. Like, they did <laughs> of that. Thing. I was like, haan, mujhe shorts <laughs> I'll give you credits. Okay. Yeah, and but, uh, I was But I have flown my drone and almost lost it many times. Like oh. a lot of times, I've flown it very dangerously and like lost connection or that. I've done. Does that I, I, it happens? Me could hurt out. Like does it really happen? Or it's yeah, like, yeah. Like some of my friends who are also YouTubers, they've lost their drones and stuff many times. So what happens, so happens actually? Like it, uh, it just loses the connection, and it is like you have no idea. Yeah, it, it loses. You can track it, but sometimes it's like this one time it almost like fell into a waterfall. Oh, so know. obviously, if it had fallen there, then I couldn't have recovered it, right? Okay. So that way, like you can sort of track it and figure out where it is if the battery is like still on. Okay, in your recent yeah. video uh, where you were showing that uh, your de- recent camera, the Sony ZV1, you mentioned that Sony. Which cam- is what I'm filming on now. <laughs> You you mentioned that <laughs> Sony cameras usually have a beauty mode and it, it like loses all your like removes all the blemishes. Well, where is yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> I actually have it. <laughs> Tell me, I have so, no idea. So, do you have about a Sony it. camera? Yeah, I do have one. Do you have a Sony camera? Yeah, so it is here. my good skin that you see here is thanks <laughs> to the beauty mode. Actually, I don't know if it's on Tell right now. Tell me about but it. But I have a ring light. We will do this here too. Where is it? <laughs> so you have to press on function. <laughs> Oh okay I have oh yeah do you have an fn button function yeah 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 I did that and usme is there like a face showing i don't know if all sony cameras have that both my 6500 and oh. this camera like have it no do you see like a face focus area focus mode and focus area is all i see uh which camera are you using which this one is, sony uh, a73 a73 yeah Okay, I don't know. My sixty-five hundred has it, has it, and ZV one has it. <laughs> so I'll I'm check gonna, and let you know. I'll send you a picture of like where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Just see if it has it. Okay. So okay. Ha. Uh, now I wanted to. Oh, also uh, coming to the gear, I also wanted to know about how do you do those handwritten animation. 
so I have an iPad yeah. which I bought like a year ago which has been a very oh, great you, investment because I, I love the iPad yeah so I use Procreate <laughs> that's what I do it's a paid app it's okay. an iPad but there are lots of videos I mean obviously like the only way to do it is not through a paid app and an iPad okay. there are free apps also on your phone which you can use I, I'm trying to think of I think there's this app called Adobe Draw or Adobe Sketch or something like that okay. I forgot the name but you can use that on your phone there are lots of apps actually I've seen like videos on YouTube so where you, people uh, are just like like draw showing. it twice and then animate it Yes. So what I do is basically if I want to do like an animation, I write it twice, one one over the other in different layers and then just do like, they're basically images. So then you put like one image after the other, like one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. So like it looks like it's moving in this animation. I'm gonna do that, guys. <laughs> Next video. <laughs> so uh, okay. Uh, now uh, this uh, another question, which this is actually the first question which popped to me when I was like planning out this podcast. Which your content is mm-hmm. um, like majority, majority. So that like if your channel is like English oriented, like you, it's like entirely right. English. So does uh, mm-hmm. an English speaking channel in India is is it a pro or a con for you when you? this is something I have thought about so much because I know it really depends on how you see it now I'm just gonna share like this is something I've thought about a lot and not come to a conclusion but I'll share my thoughts with you so I think firstly you should make videos in the language you're most comfortable in and for me like for better or for worse that's English because I grew up in South India like although like my family is like a North Indian family like I've lived in South India all my life like I didn't grow up talking to my friends in Hindi so it doesn't come as naturally to me you know so even like when I went to college like literally all my friends I communicate with them in English so that's like my language of preference that's the language I think in so I think ideally like create language like videos in the language you're comfortable in but I would personally suggest people to create content in like local languages if you can because that does help you stand out and like grow your reach so like I know for a fact if I have make started making Hindi videos I know like my content has like a wider appeal Mm. so it will reach more people but then at the same time now coming to like a con of that which I mean this is just my experience like I don't know if this is actually true or not but when you work with brands and stuff somehow I feel like brands look for people who have like an English speaking audience because like from their perspective that's the audience which has like the purchasing power like it's kind of a messed up way to think but that's something I've heard brands say also so they even when brands reach out to me like they specify that they want the video in English so from that perspective like English makes sense but like that's not why I'm doing it it's just like my language of comfort so okay but uh, do you think so uh, you must be then having audience from uh, outside India as well right I mean I'm assuming yes I do and another thing which I didn't mention I have a lot of audience from South India so in between I was like okay let me experiment with like English and see like how Mm. that goes because a lot of people would comment and be like you know make videos in Hindi please and obviously like I mean I know how to speak Hindi even though I'm not the most comfortable speaking it on camera but like I know the language I was like chalo let me try English (laughs) but then in those videos everyone's like please stick to English so I don't know it's just very confusing but I know like a lot of my audience even within India is from like South India and obviously like most people here don't speak Hindi 
so yeah now i'm just like i mean i've already started with english and like i've stuck with it it's more it's a language i'm more comfortable with so i'm just like going with english for now i don't know if i'll change later down the line and also and then, about the brand deals thing i think with yeah. hindi obviously like there are lots of hindi creators who make like amazing money but i think with hindi you need to have like a lot of subscribers whereas like for example a channel with like my size in english and hindi i've noticed in my experience that somehow english channels like get paid more I think it depends on who your target audience is, right? Because a lot of my audience is like tier one, tier two cities right. and stuff. So and then even uh, impact on just CPM an observation. Must be higher, right? Comparatively, some videos, yeah. Like one of my videos, uh, one of my Vietnam vlogs. I think it's the Hanoi vlog. That's the highest like paying video on my channel, even though it only has like two hundred thousand views. But that video has like a CPM of eight or nine or something. Oh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is like makes no sense, but like that video was major majorly watched by like non-Indians. Interesting. So, okay, ha, so come talking about brands. Um uh, how do you uh, like do you reach out to brands or do they reach out to you? Like tra- brands, travel agencies either. Mhm. So honestly I think now I'm in a position where I I don't have the need to reach out to brands like I already have so many yeah. and like because of I can't produce so many videos I have to like turn down a lot of brands so yeah I'm grateful to be in this position but when I started out I did reach out to a lot of brands uh, not a lot but like if I was going on a trip especially travel related it's always like a good idea because I was trying to save money wherever I could so yeah uh in fact like after I quit my job like I was still living in Mumbai for 6 months but then I decided that okay I'm just spending too much money on rent for no reason and I want to be traveling so I decided to leave Mumbai and move back home I think this was in 2018 and 2019 is when I decided to go back to Mumbai again but yeah so I was just like finding ways to save money so if I was traveling to a place then I'd reach out to that brand and be like hey I can show you in my vlog which I anyway would show yeah. so <laughs> it's like can you give me a free stay or like stuff like that but i've never done it like it's always it's easy if you if it's going i mean it makes sense if it's going to be easy content for you and if it's going to be an easy way to include them but otherwise if you have to go out of your way to create content for them then you have to really see if it's worth it or not so um how so how, what would you advise to anybody who wants to reach out to let's say a travel agency and they have like a decent following as well and they are like mm-hmm. a dedicated travel blogger how would you you advise them and uh, so that they could go about reaching out to travel agencies like how could they pitch themselves okay so i think if you are a dedicated travel blogger or, or let's say lifestyle blogger maybe okay whatever if you are a content creator yeah. like i think one mistake i see a lot of people making including myself i've also made this yeah. mistake is like when you reach out to brands you're just like hey this is me this is how many followers i have this is my channel mm-hmm. these are the videos it's like all about you but like a good pitch is all about what you can do for them so keep your intro short like leave your link so they can anyway go check your work and then just i think when like one important thing to do when you're pitching is to already go to them with a creative idea and be like 
hey you know what like i saw your property and like you have a really amazing property and i've seen that you haven't been like there haven't been any features on youtube but like you know what i created uh, travel vlogs and my audience really like follows my recommendations and stuff and you can also give your previous work examples and stuff like yeah. see i did this for this particular hotel so i could do something similar for you as well so if you go from that mindset of like make it look like they are winning by giving you this deal so i will that's I, how you need I to like phrase it i was asking this for myself <laughs> <laughs> but okay get that <laughs> sponsored yeah and then in fact you should actually ask to i mean if your content is really good and if you're creating like like visually stunning content then you should ask them to pay you for it as well <laughs> like you yeah. i mean it's all about pitching skills which i've learned over time yeah. but uh, so uh, yeah, has this ever happened that it. you you pitched to uh, a hotel for let's say and then they, they how did you convince them to pay you like with the same kind of pitch or like how did you ask for a like uh, it would be better if you pay me also <laughs> so <laughs> so that yeah that's a bit tricky yeah. but what i usually do is be like hey if you give me a free stay then i can feature you in like my vlog and do a room tour and like hotel tour whatever for like 60 seconds yeah but i also have these packages where if you want like images for your website then i charge this much so like just add in those and you can give like samples it's all about how well you present yourself so work on like a pitch template and all of that oh, and in fact i've been i'm like i'm reworking i don't know if i should say this i haven't announced this to my audience yet but let's do this <laughs> so i'm actually working on <laughs> creating like a course and i'm like about how to do all of this and stuff and i also have like i'm going to be like putting my pitch templates and stuff on my store if anyone wants to bye <laughs> i actually uh, uh did that uh, email uh, vip email thingy recently yesterday i think you put a story oh you did yeah. so you'll find out <laughs> when it goes live <laughs> so yeah and uh, are i was going to ask something one more question <laughs> Okay, so uh, I remember watching this one video where you talked about um, like your income streams. Uh, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Some something like that. You made a video, and in yeah, that yeah, I've done two videos like that. Uh-huh, sharing all my income streams. I'm not going to ask you, but uh, one point is that uh, that you cha- if somebody wants rights on one of some of your content. Hmm. You, uh, you. They can ask you for the permission and uh, pay you some amount, and they can get the permission and yeah. the rights of that content or mm-hmm. something. So, uh, what what is that process? I mean, वो मुझे समझ नहीं आया था. What is that exactly like? मैं मुझे थोड़ा example देके. Okay. हाँ. <laughs> okay. Let me explain. Haan. So. Let's assume there's an XYZ brand, skincare, whatever brand, who reaches out to you saying, "Hey, I want you to do an integration in your YouTube video for 45 seconds or one minute or whatever, and I'll pay you money for that." Yeah. So now the service that you're providing them is promoting them to your audience. But if they want to use that clip and make ads or put that on their website or use that to like promote. Uh, their product to like their audience and create ads and stuff then they're also using your brand image and your brand name right so and you've created content like what you're paying them for i mean what they're paying you for is just for your 
brand promotion that you're doing but if they want to promote it and use your clips in their ads you're also associating your brand name with that brand and they're using your clips and like your face for promoting them so that's an extra charge that they should ideally pay you because yeah i mean especially if your face is on it like yeah I don't know if I'm giving yeah, yeah, yeah. a good yeah, explanation yeah, yeah. I, I of this. But let's assume you're Shah Rukh Khan. Like if Shah Rukh Khan is like saying, okay, I'm going to post this on my Instagram <laughs> and Instagram story. Yeah. And then the brand is like, oh, I'm just going to use this and like create ads on that. They're using yeah. Shah Rukh's face to like, you know, advertise. So then obviously they need to like pay him extra for that. Yeah. Like sharing it on your social media is fine. But like, I think when they're advertising and like doing paid promotion using that clip, then they have to pay you. Oh. Or if they want to use it on their website and stuff. Okay, so understood. ये काफी मतलब this is a new thing. I never knew about this. So yeah, new thing learned today. And uh, <laughs> talking about sorry, I just burped, guys. <laughs> sorry. So uh, you know, I have this weird. I've never like said it online, but I have this weird skill yeah. that I can burp anytime. How do you do that? I cannot. <laughs> Like I can literally like I can burp on command. <laughs> That's one of my weird skills. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I happen to like most of the time when I sit for recording my videos, I often drink mm. water first and then ताकि मुझे पीस पे पीने का वो ना हो because my flow is like uh, up, uh, it's just get interrupted mm. so I cannot. So right. <laughs> so I often drink water and then in the middle of video I'm like uh, uh, oh no what do I do? ये edit करना पड़ेगा. So yeah I have to check the footage twice just to see if I'm not burping and sometimes there are footage I'm like okay, let's keep it let's make a. You beat. should make that a part of your brand like every video people will like keep waiting for you to burp. It like, eventually became your... so I'm like. <laughs> gonna stop because people started making memes out of it like there are people who literally cut out cringe scenes from their videos on the other hand there is sukriti who is burping constantly i'm like sorry <laughs> so there are memes around it but it's okay. funny <laughs> so anyway i wanted to know that you talked about like how uh you started getting brands at about 10k uh followers on instagram right. so like how was that how did that happen and how uh, what were your learnings from then which like there were must must have been some mistakes you have done and usse kuch hua hoga so obviously when i was at that level yeah. it wasn't like i was getting brand deals left right and center thode bahut aate the and i used to take them up like if i like the brand yeah, yeah. but i think my biggest like mistake then or rather like it's not only really a mistake but it's like you're so new in this that you have no idea how much to charge yeah. or like what terms and conditions to have like when and is when is it normal for them to pay you like some brands would be like okay we'll pay you in 90 days and i'd be like okay cool <laughs> but like what the hell like 90 days is a really long time so i didn't yeah. know like how much bargaining power i had or like what to charge so i think that's something you learn over time uh, now there are like more resources and stuff in fact like i've also spoken about that in a lot of my videos i think that's one big thing yeah i think that's like the biggest thing like you don't like i was clueless about how much to charge and like how or uh, like what kind of terms and conditions to have and oh, like i just you have, would always be afraid to negotiate you have some conditions also i didn't know <laughs> Like like what I mean, are not like, like terms. what are those terms? not exactly but like for example what kind of terms and conditions are these mm. 
so it really depends like these are flexible terms because i But, have i have uh, recently started working on paid collaborations abhi tak hum partner kar rahe the and i'm like nahi i'll pass so i will also charge so yeah yeah you're at like Please, a good uh, in light to do paid collaborations but yeah but i mean see like they have this is come because some brand deals have like been really painful for me when the payment process came about yeah. so i was like i really need to like figure this out mm. uh, so yeah typically i mean if everything goes well i like to do like 50% payment in advance and 50% after i give you the video link before i make the video live so i get the full 100% payment before uh, making the video live but yeah. most brands don't have that kind of flexibility especially if there are agencies they like have their own rules and stuff so right. um it really depends i insist on 50% advance or some advance at least and if they're not willing to pay the full money up in advance then i request for like at least paying within the first 7 days or at most 30 like i don't do 90 day payments and all of that and i also try to put in like a term where if you if we agree on 30 days you have to pay within 30 days and if you delay it then you have to pay me a fine <laughs> so That is just nice one. I'm gonna do that. You will never be like. So okay. Yeah. So like for for each day of delay, you pay me like X Y Z money. Yeah. That it depends on the price of the brand deal. Yeah. But like those are things. I mean, this is all after ex- having bad experiences. I've figured out that I should be doing these things. Right. And uh, how do you how do you decide how much to charge a particular brand? How do you like figure it out? Is it upon the brand or is it about the integration you are doing? How do you figure it out? So this is kind of tricky because there are so many layers to this. Yeah. So first, it depends on like these questions are all for me. I want to learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but these are good things that people should know. I feel if they're content creators, but yeah, I think personally, like you should have a range for yourself that this is the minimum that I will work for. Yeah. Like, it's say nature doesn't make sense for me because I think a lot of like for me when I started out, like I would do like a lot of videos for just free trips and stuff. But you know, then you're just creating so much content, you're putting so many hours of work, and you're giving them access to like your audience, and it's not like. So there, it's different on Instagram where if you post something like that content is gone in a few days. But on YouTube, like whatever I've posted like three years ago, is still getting views. Yeah. So you're literally giving them like lifetime access to like those views. So you need to think of like that as work. Like initially, I would be like, oh, you know what? I'm getting a free trip, so it's cool. I mean, go. And of course, I'm not saying don't do free trips. Mm-hmm. Like you need to realize like if it makes sense for you or not. Like maybe it's like a trip that is very expensive, or if it's a, if it's gonna make for good. content then do it hmm. or if it's going to lead to like a good relationship and in future you see that maybe there'll be paid collaborations and stuff then do it but like figure out like what your minimum level is going to be like if you decide that xyz is what my minimum rate is then and figure out what your maximum is so start by quoting the maximum and usually brands negotiate so maybe maximum ka bhi 20% bada ke you quote and then they negotiate anyway so you bring them down a little bit and like sit somewhere at your higher end or middle end and it also i mean how i go about it is i first see if the brand is like something i want to work with i think now i'm at a point where i've done a lot of brand deals and like i do get like a decent amount every month so i'm in a position where i can pick and choose so i like try to work with brands who i genuinely enjoy working i don't think i've ever worked with a brand that i've disliked 
so i've honestly like replied to brand saying i'm not a good fit like i don't use these products so yeah. i don't think i'm a good fit so i say I, that i think i have actually done one. actually not the so the brand i really liked this was like tab mere ko bahut bahut hi minimal amount pay kiya tha this was i i think i was at 8000 subscribers and bahut minimal amount tha so it was fine i mean like okay at least something better than barter so the brand was good but they actually <laughs> happened to send me um, they happened to send me a product which was which had coconut in it and i was allergic my hair was allergic to coconut oh. and i was like oh, oh shit <laughs> i told them so like how do i do this and they were like it's okay we'll send you another one so like, do i have to send this back mm-hmm. now they no no it's fine uska alag charge hoga apna lo ye bhi very okay but i just gave it to a cousin <laughs> that's nice so that happened yeah i mean the brands are usually nice i think some brands yeah. so that way it's good yeah. So, but yeah, I was gonna say something. I forgot. Oh no! I But yeah, oh, yeah, I was gonna say typically. <laughs> no, so typically, I mean, there's no hard and fast rule. Yeah. But I would say anywhere between point five, like point five to one rupee per subscriber. Hmm. But again, it depends on your engagement and the work involved, what production quality it is, what they're exactly asking for. Maybe some brand is like we want a thirty-second integration. Mm-hmm. Some brand wants like a two-minute integration. Like you have to look at a lot of things of like how much effort is actually involved in that. Like if you just have to sit and talk to the camera, maybe you don't. Like maybe you can if they ask for a lower price, you can agree for that because it's not as much effort. So yeah, it's very subjective. I think personally, you should decide like a range and. decide like depending on how much work is involved which end of the range to like quote मतलब काफी थोड़ा समझ आ गया काफी हमने ब्रांड के बारे में ब्रांड इंटीग्रेशन सबके बारे में जान लिया है सो हाँ आई ऑल्सो लाइक नाउ थोड़ा सा लाइक थोड़ा टाइग्रेसिंग आई हैव ऑल्सो लर्न द फैक्ट दैट यू नो यू आर योर कॉन्टेंट इज ऑल्सो अ लिटिल मोर अबाउट मनी एंड हाउ इन्वेस्ट यू आर ऑल अबाउट इन्वेस्टिंग इन एवरीथिंग यू डू टॉक अबाउट इट So yeah, I've made a few videos about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to know, like, how, where does your understanding about money exactly comes from? 
two sources one is my dad yeah. and one is i studied economics obviously okay. like money and all of that is like a big part of it okay. but yeah more than that i think it's just my dad actually he's super into finance and stuff he helps me with my investments as well in fact i've done a video on my channel with my dad okay. where he's answering like finance related questions which a lot of people really liked so yeah i think those but, two pieces uh, when, how did it start exactly like was it at a young age when you started working when was it so honestly like again like i have to give credit to my dad cuz he's always inculcated inculcated this like saving habit i remember when i was a kid i think i was in like third standard or something my dad would give me like 50 rupees per month pocket money and he would be like i'm going to be your bank if you want to spend this money you can but if you save it with me i'll give you like 10% interest rate or some whatever 10% is too high some percent so that's like when so from that time i started saving money i was just like saving 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 So I've always had that uh, habit of saving because of I think my dad pretending to be my bank <laughs> and providing me money also. But uh, then of course, like I think when you work at jobs is when it really like hits you because until school, even until college, like your parents sort of support you to some extent, right? To a large extent, I mean they're supporting you fully. But when you're working and like the number of hours and effort you put into like work to get paid, that's when you really start valuing money. So I think. Uh, yeah that's truly when because before that it was all like parents are helping you with money and all of that so i think once you start earning is when you really see the value of money and saving right so uh, i wanted to know how was it uh, because right now you are in uh, you are home right abhi to yeah, yeah so i'm in velour so yeah sorry ask your question no no you can go you can you can talk what do you think No, no. I was just gonna say how like last year I moved to Mumbai, yeah. and now because of the pandemic, like I had to move out, and like I long distance vacated my apartment. Yeah. Oh so yes, I saw, that video. Ha, I saw that video. I saw how you were, yeah. <laughs> how you did that, and couldn't say bye to the apartment. <laughs> I saw. Yeah, that. literally, I, like before my US trip is when I last saw my apartment, which was in Feb. So yeah. I was asking you, how was it uh, living by yourself? in mumbai like i think you you did say that when you were working you were living uh, alone right so no this was actually my first time living alone like having an apartment to myself oh. before this like obviously i mean i was living away from home but i had flatmates and stuff because mumbai is super expensive so yeah. if you want an apartment by yourself you need to be making decent money otherwise yeah. i mean it's just very expensive so yeah i mean i've lived Technically, I've lived by myself since I was seventeen. Cause I moved to Delhi when I was seventeen, and uh, for college, and I used to live in a paying guest accommodation. So since then, I've sort of just been living alone. But of course, I always had like flatmates and roommates and stuff. So this apartment was the first time I was like living by myself in the whole apartment. So how was it? And again, parents were convinced enough for this. <laughs> Yeah my parents were quite chill like my parents surprise me every year with how chill they become with each year passing so they were like very okay with it and also Mumbai is a safe city so it's not like I mean I don't know how they would feel if I was doing that in any other city or not discuss that with them but Mumbai yeah. is quite a safe city and like it just made sense for me to like live by myself because i know like in my previous apartment um whenever i had to film like obviously there are flatmates there's noise it's like not the easiest so i wanted to have my own place where i can just do my own thing 
and it was like an amazing experience like i can't live with anyone else anymore i think the flatmate life is behind me okay and it's like the best of both worlds because when you want to meet people you can just like call your friends over or go out and meet them and then you have your own space to yourself but then but but i didn't actually have a maid so i used to do all my dishes jhadu pocha everything i did myself because i didn't and every day yeah that's a lot of work <laughs> so that's the downside <laughs> okay so now we are heading to a little uh, badmash baatein segment keh lo i and segment okay fine let's just call that <laughs> uh so it sounds fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm going to ask you about some travel experience juicy yeah travel experiences oh interesting which okay never made it to the vlog or you didn't capture them <laughs> any experiences you had during India? there are way too many <laughs> let me think yeah. what is safe to say on the internet <laughs> yeah um honestly there have been so many let me think i'm actually the kind who like ends up posting these things i shouldn't post also either on stories or on my in my vlog yeah uh, okay t- talk to me about that anything you have posted which you realized i shouldn't have posted no i don't feel that like sometimes actually this is not a fun answer yeah but in one of my earlier videos so when i started this was like i think in my first year in the first 6 months of quitting my job so i was still like new but i had a very small yeah. audience who was like very when you're starting out it's like a very small engaged audience of like very like minded people and as you grow you get like all kinds of people who yeah. don't really know your background yeah. and stuff right so i used to just speak my mind and like say whatever the hell i wanted to and i think in one of my videos i said something about like a religious topic which now i've realized is something i shouldn't ever say anything about on the internet cuz it like really yeah. this is people off yeah. but yeah that was something that i did but to give let me think of fun answers <laughs> uh when i was in iceland i remember this i don't like a bit of it is in my vlog but uh, when i was in iceland i went there with my parents and my brother and on our last night there uh my dad so my parents don't drink mm-hmm. uh my brother and i also drink but like occasionally but my parents don't drink at all but my dad he's the kind of traveler who will be like okay if you're going to a place you need to experience what that place is famous for and iceland is like reykjavik the capital city is like famous for its nightlife so my dad was like okay let's book like a pub crawl <laughs> and we will all go and like drink and like go to different pubs yeah. so we're like okay cool so we went there and like the drinks in iceland are so strong so by the end of the night i was just like super drunk and my parents then like once the tour got over they went back but my brother and i we were like out till so late and i got like so drunk and like i think i blacked out i don't even remember what happened and i got my mom is watching this she's going to freak out <laughs> but <laughs> then we somehow got back to the hotel i don't even remember how and my wo- we were woken up with my did you, like my did mom you have your gear there <laughs> yeah thankfully oh my god like i would have like probably like given up alcohol only after that <laughs> i'd lost my gear but nothing happened okay and but, any uh, uh, yeah i mean yeah. i don't drink much it was just like a fun pub crawl we went on and icelandic drinks are just like too strong <laughs> okay i've but yeah i've had experiences where like i've gotten lost and oh. like i've ended up meeting some interesting people 
who have become friends with and stuff because once i remember my phone died and i got lost and i didn't know where i was and then i ended up making friends with this guy oh once like in singapore i've made a whole video about it but like i uh, went to an amusement park alone so i went to universal studios alone because yeah. i was like okay let's i really like amusement parks but like the idea of going to an amusement park alone seemed weird but then i ended up making like a friend there and we hung out the entire day and like that was really fun interesting <laughs> and uh, any uh, subscriber or fan encounter you've had and sometimes like it was awkward or weird for you for uh, at any point it's never been awkward like i always love it when like subscribers come and say hi because it makes me feel like yeah. okay the numbers i see online like behind that there are real people so i always get very excited yeah. in fact it's like kind of cool when you're with friends and a subscriber comes <laughs> and says oh hey like can yeah, i take yeah. a picture with you because like flex but um, <laughs> yeah like but i think the interesting things have been like in india when i'm traveling usually i end up like meeting someone but i remember in singapore i ran into a subscriber in bali oh. i ran into a subscriber and i was like oh damn i mean they were indians i yeah. think but can't remember but they were indians i think nice. but that's still it was like kind of cool to like yeah <laughs> yeah it was really nice so i really enjoy meeting subscribers <laughs> okay so um if not if not youtube what uh, would mm-hmm. uh, you have done like ஒர்க்ஸ்ட்ரேட்டிங்ஸ்ட்ரேட்டிங்ஸ்ட்ரேட்டிங்ஸ்ட்ரேட்டிங்ஸ்ட்ரேட்டிங்ஸ்ட்
that I haven't been able to find someone like who can live up to those expectations or like I think actually like I have worked with right. some people who have been very good but my st- like I think I would prefer someone who works for me full time like rather than manage like a lot of people like I don't mind paying them like a fixed salary and like bonuses depending on how much uh, I made that month through them so something like that would make more sense because I've realized like if you go through agencies and stuff I mean it's a very good thing if you're not interested in the business side of things but I'm super interested in that so like I enjoy doing that so if someone's not like I would want someone who's doing a good better job than I am or at least as good a job as I'm doing with that which is like hard to find I sound so like pretentious oh, yeah. and like I'm the best but no I'm just like a little bit of a control freak it makes with sense. those things it makes I think sense. And what, it is very subjective also how people prefer uh, having a manager or how they look at things yeah like I definitely don't want to have to go through my emails so it would have yeah. been like when I did work with a manager for a while it was very easy because I would just send him all my emails and he would take care of it so that was definitely very convenient yeah. but I think this year I would have definitely or like I would have hired a manager if the pandemic didn't happen but now because I'm home and I have more time like I can do this for a little longer okay and uh, uh, to end this uh, podcast uh, one tip or no okay let's go let's say this uh, one thing you would uh, want to advise one advice you'd like to give to uh, upcoming creator somebody who's still who is a creator and uh, again who is doing pretty well but uh, what is that one thing you would ask them not to do as a content creator who's already a content yeah. creator and doing well yeah. sorry i spaced out yeah who is already a content <laughs> creator like let's say again yeah 500 okay. uh, thousand wala range subscribers ka basically you're like, asking me for advice for you no no i am at 20000 <laughs> <laughs> okay thousand wala range okay so beginner content creators yeah okay uh yeah i think I have a lot of advice. Yeah. Like one would be to be patient actually. Okay, let's a lot say, of people let's say somebody was, whose channel is monetized. Now, okay. like recently monetized channel okay. because usse pehle to we would just say don't look at the monetary aspect. But you know the thing is like yeah, but I also feel like the real monetization like comes a little later like maybe once you're yeah. like at 20 plus or 50 plus because ad revenue like come on doesn't pay you much in india right. so it's like close to nothing yeah, right so in that sense i meant be patient yeah. because i know a lot of people who message me and they're like oh i'm like i've posted so many videos nothing's happening mm-hmm. i think like if you keep posting like once a week at least for a year like you'll definitely see growth but you need to be consistent so youtube is like a bit of a challenge that way like you it tests the people who are perseverant and rewards them so you have to do that like now i'm not very regular but like i remember when i was really focused on growing my channel i used to post regularly and like see like much better growth so that's one another thing i would say which is something i didn't do is like actually be a little more intentional about your niche and what you're creating because i was just creating whatever i wanted to when i started out i wasn't really thinking about like mm. niche and stuff but i think uh, and i also feel like a lot of people think of niches as like just categories like travel food beauty but i think what you need to think of is like much deeper like for example in travel okay what kind of travel 
No, so what I mean is like, for example, you're in travel. Mm. Like, okay, are you into budget travel, solo travel, like luxury travel? Are you targeting women or men? Like, try to be as specific because then your content is like super targeted. And that doesn't mean that, okay, if you're thinking of creating content for women, men won't watch your videos. That's not how it is. Like, you're not eliminating your audience, but you're just being like more focused about what you're creating. And when you... Yeah, and and over time, like, eventually you can expand on your niche. Like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, but, you know, I want to create videos about this and that and stuff. But, like, it's easier once you've... It's easier to grow when you have a very targeted niche, like, as specific as possible. Like, I would say... You were saying? Yeah, so... What was I saying? About niche, yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. for example, if you're Mm -hmm. in travel, like, I would say... Especially now, because there are so many creators that you really need something to like distinguish you and make you stand apart. So, for example, if you were a travel creator, I would say you should think about, okay, do you want to be in the budget space, solo travel, mountains or beaches or what? Like, be as specific as possible and try to stick to that, like, at least for a few months, because that will really, like, help you grow. And then once you're at a level, like when you're starting out now, your audience is not like, they don't care about you as sad as that is. Like they care about like what value you can provide to them. And you want like the audience to feel like, oh my God, this channel is like meant for me. And that only happens Mm. if you're very targeted. Mm. And then once you create content for a while, then people care about you and what you do. So then you can expand and do other things as well. This is something I didn't do. So, but I wish I'd done because I know it would have helped me more. Right. Hmm, this is a very interesting thing, very interesting tip. So yeah, that was uh, that was a very fun conversation and I didn't expect it, I didn't know how uh, the time passed, I mean, it was a lot of this was so much fun. Yeah, and I thought 30-40 minutes, ka hai. usually I prefer podcasts, we are, uh, have a lot of conversation. Oh my god, it's been that long. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so it was a very, very fun conversation. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. I am so, so happy with it. I have learned a lot of things. Here and I'm I'm sure audience also learned something today and uh, I hope yeah. so and thank you for having me this was honestly so much fun it just felt like even though we're talking like face to face for the first yeah. time it felt yeah. like I already know you I think that's a good uh, trait in a podcast like when you're inter- interviewing people you make them comfortable so you're doing a good job yes yes <laughs> what was I doing <laughs> <laughs> you are very cute. You are very, very sweet and cute. <laughs> oh, thank you. You are cute too. And I like your new hair. Thank you, guys. She's seeing. Uh, she's the first person to see this, guys. मतलब the this podcast right. is going on Friday, and uh, the vlog will go on like think, tomorrow or day after whenever I complete the edit. But yeah. So, I feel so special first person to see this. But it actually looks really nice. Super edgy. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll end this. And uh, people, if you're listening this on uh, Spotify, make sure you follow, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and uh, I'll see you guys soon. soon.